This is Scott Richman, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. In the battle against hate, we often focus domestically on anti-Semitism in the United States, but ADL is also tracking anti-Semitic attitudes in countries around the world via something called the Global 100. What is the Global 100 and what does it say about the state of international anti-Semitism today is the subject of this show. To help us understand this critical tool, I have invited back Dr. Icon Erdemir to the show. He is ADL's Director of International Affairs Research and a former member of the Turkish Parliament. His last show is one of the most popular in the archive. Welcome back, Icon, too, from the front lines. Thank you. Uh, so let's start with a brief description. What is the Global 100? The Global 100, uh, which is also called an index of antisemitism, uh, is the world's most extensive poll on antisemitic attitudes ever conducted. So when it was first fielded in 2014, it involved 102 countries. And since then, uh, there have been new iterations in 2015, 2019, and most recently this year. And the index uh, provides crucial insights into uh, global attitudes towards Jews in the world, the levels of acceptance of antisemitic stereotypes, as well as the knowledge of the Holocaust. And I know that you actually give a score to each country. That's what you referred to as an index. What, what is that score exactly? The index score uh, is an index developed by scholars um, you know, in 1964. It's a, a set of questions, 11 questions, measuring general acceptance of various negative Jewish stereotypes. And we ask these questions all around the world. And if our respondents uh, say probably true to at least six out of the 11 statements, then we consider that respondent to harbor significant anti-Semitic attitudes. Hence, the index score for a country, if it's 60%, 70%, 80% in the worst cases, would mean that uh, there's significant uh, harboring of anti-Semitism among a majority of the adults in a certain country. And overall, what did the Global 100 show back in 2014? Back in 2014, we have seen some regional variations, as most people can uh, expect. For example, uh, Eastern Europe had higher levels of anti-Semitic attitudes than Western Europe. In general, the Middle East and the North Africa had much elevated le- levels compared to the rest of the world. Uh, and, uh, for example, in Southeast Asia, you know, there were countries with Significantly high, as opposed to some others, which had almost no instance of antisemitism. So it, it showed that antisemitic attitudes vary significantly across the world, as well as within regions. Now, I know that you just surveyed and released an update with regard to 10 key countries in both Eastern and Western Europe, countries with a sizable Jewish population. What trends did you discern from those recent findings? They just polled at the end of last year and at the beginning of this year, uh, six Western European countries, Belgium, France, Germany, Netherlands, Spain, and the United Kingdom, as well as four Eastern European countries, Hungary, Poland, Russia, and Ukraine. So first of all, our key finding is that anti-Semitism is uh, quite entrenched in Europe. That is still one out of four 
uh, European adults harbor significant uh, anti-Semitic attitudes. But then when we compare the regions, uh, we have seen that the levels are still more elevated in Eastern Europe compared to Western Europe. But there was a silver lining for Eastern Europe, and that is uh, we have seen statistically significant declines in Eastern European countries in the anti-Semitism score. Just to give you an example, 17 percentage point decline in Ukraine, 13 percentage point decline in Poland, and 5 percentage point declines in Hungary and Russia. We have also seen a slight decline in all six Western European countries, but uh, none of those were statistically significant. All right, so I have to ask you why. Why the decline in, in East, significant decline in Eastern Europe, while Western Europe really is, is pretty stable, and, and the U.S., of course, has experienced a, a terrible rise in anti-Semitism? So I think when it comes to Eastern Europe, uh, the war in Ukraine uh, is potentially a, a key driver. Uh, both ADL and other watchers of anti-Semitism globally uh, have been concerned about Ukraine because we have seen some, you know, Russian uh, false Nazi analogies, Holocaust distortion, uh, as well as some, uh, you know, reiteration of uh, some anti-Semitic uh, tropes coming in from senior Russian officials. So uh, we were afraid that uh, this could lead to elevated levels of anti-Semitism around the war in Ukraine. But on the contrary, uh, we might be seeing what we call a Zelensky effect, that is having Ukraine, uh, you know, Jewish President Volodymyr Zelensky, who is proud and open about his Jewish identity, and who is not only, uh, you know, uh, fighting a, a national independence war, but also fighting on behalf of other Eastern European countries uh, might have likely led to more positive attitudes about Jewish communities uh, and hence a decline in anti-Semitic attitudes. Uh, really fascinating. And uh, you bring up the issue of ideology. You know, I, I'm frequently asked about the sources of anti-Semitism. Is it coming from the left or the right? Did the latest survey show any correlation between political positions and the likelihood of holding anti-Semitic beliefs? Again, for this question, we see some regional variation, uh, but also some convergences as well. So in, in general, uh, we see higher uh, level of index scores, anti-Semitic index scores, on the political right compared to the political left, both in Eastern Europe and in Western Europe. Uh, and again, in, in, in both regions, though, we see that the centrists, people who identify as either centrists, all the moderates have the lowest index score. So the take-home message from here is, uh, you know, no end of the political spectrum is immune to anti-Semitism, uh, and centrists and moderates tend to be uh, having the, the, the lowest index scores of all. What was the reaction to these findings? Uh, in, in, in general, uh, since 2014, uh, we have seen that policymakers, researchers, Local Jewish communities, NGOs, and journalists have been utilizing uh, ADL's Global 100 survey. Uh, this uh, is taken very seriously by policymakers because it does have somewhat of a shaming effect. Uh, we have seen countries respond uh, by taking action. That is, they, they definitely want to improve their index scores. And, uh, and of course, 
uh, it's easier said than done, but social and cultural attitudes change slowly over time. But one could argue that one good policy uh, move that came out of this is uh, since 2014, we have seen a, a much larger number of countries, particularly in Europe, design and implement national action strategies to combat anti-Semitism. And we have also seen other initiatives, uh, whether uh, it's, uh, you know, more emphasis to Holocaust education uh, or more proactive remembrance uh, events and initiatives and educational initiatives, textbooks, revisions. So basically, uh, the sky is the limit when, if, if and when a government wants to tackle anti-Semitism uh, and take initiatives uh, to, to start on this slow, gradual change toward a more inclusive and accepting society. And where can people find the Global 100 or even the, the latest survey findings? You can either go to ADL's website, adl.org, and follow the link, or you can go to our microsite, which is global. 100.adl.org, which is a dedicated Global 100 website with all the results since 2014. So many thanks, uh, Dr. Icon Erdemir, for the critical research you do all year, and especially for the Global 100, which has really become an essential tool in combating anti-Semitism. Thanks, and of course, thanks for being on today's show. Thanks for having me. And a big thank you to you, the listeners who tuned in to From the Frontlines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. Just search for From the Frontlines. And please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Scott A. Richmond. My Instagram and threads handle is at Scott underscore ADL. And our hashtag is fighting hate for good.